Hello, and welcome to the CEO Blind Spots Show, where leaders reveal their blind spots and best practices. I'm your host, Birgit Camps, and today's guest is Kathy Dupuis, CEO of Balanced Dance Studios and actually also the founder of Mom's Best Friend and two other companies. Welcome to the show, Kathy. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, I'm so grateful my client and your brother referred me to you, and he's like, she's just such an amazing entrepreneur and mom. He's like, I don't see, I just don't know how she does it all. And, and she does it so well with a great attitude. So I'm oh, of what a nice thing to say. And I've heard many amazing things about you. So it's a treat to get to connect. Well, thank you. I read some articles about you and it seems that one of your keys to leadership success is to retain people. And then I read that the way you're able to retain people is because you know what you're looking for. And it sounds like the number one characteristic when you're hiring people that you're looking for is teachability. Can you say something more about that? Absolutely. I really feel like the key to success in all of these businesses is building great teams. So getting the right people on the bus and then kind of building the org chart around those people. So if they're passionate about something and they're good at what they do, they're going to want to keep doing it. And so for me, finding entrepreneurial minded people and casting the vision and actually vision casting together and then getting it out of the way and letting them do what they do best, you know, except to help like problem solve them or support them as needed is kind of the key, I think, to building great teams. And when I'm looking for the right people to get on the bus, one of the big qualities I look for is teachability because, you know, there's a lot of people that are really technically smart at different things. But I think being open to feedback and receiving feedback and also understanding that there isn't necessarily a right or wrong way to do things, but there's a way to do them in line with kind of the overall vision and culture of the company. So finding somebody who's willing to buy into that and can also see that vision with you and help make it a reality. Well, one of your employees, I read a wonderful feedback they left about you on LinkedIn. And she said that Kathy Dupuis has a knack for positively motivating her team towards success, has a focused vision and genuine interest in her employees' lives. So it's not often that I hear feedback like that from, from someone, much less someone that's willing to post it for everyone to see. So that tells me that, yeah, you, you definitely know how to hire, but apparently you're an inspiring leader. So I'm of course curious though, you also work with your husband. He joined and now is, I guess, I think it's in five cities. Uh, Mom's best friend has now expanded into. So how does that work out? Well, it's, it's really a treat to be able to work with family. And a number of years ago, after, after being at Dell for about 17 years, he was able to leave the company and come to work for our collective businesses together. And so that we could each sort of focus a little bit more. And um, at the time, we actually also owned an assisted living home. And so it got to be a little much for me to do by myself and having him come on board with the skill set that he had in terms of forming strategic partnerships and managing the higher level financial and legal aspects of the businesses was just a dream come true to be able to work together. And we've divided and conquered a little bit so that these days, after 28 years, the last 10 years for me has been more of a focus on the, the dance studio world and for him more on our our household staffing business, but we, we both work in both and we have been able to consolidate the businesses at our South location where we have the same actual physical address. And so our office space is located within one of the studio buildings. And so it's really nice to be able to have everything kind of right together. 
Well, I don't think a lot of people can say I've, I enjoy working with my spouse. So <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you guys both have complementary skill sets is what it sounds like. So he, he does the side you just described and you do another side. And then you also figure it out that it's better that each of you focus on a, on a different company. Would you also say you're good at setting expectations with each other or what makes it work between the two of you? I think so. I think giving each other a little bit of leeway in terms of decision making and then bringing each other in for important decisions. It really helps a lot. And I think what's been really fun about it is working with additional family members. So the last like year and a half, my oldest daughter, Grace, who's 25, she did all of our social media as well as our photography. Mm-hmm. And then Jojo, my 17 year old daughter has been assisting little baby classes, the three to five, two to five year olds for this last semester. And Caitlin has done babysitting through mom's best friend and James helps us with evaluating stocks and real estate purchases and all different kinds of things. So wow. all of the family members have gotten involved and it's been kind of fun to have a chance to pass on that entrepreneurial spirit that was passed on to me by my dad. Yes. Your family is definitely impressive. It's it's like you guys have the business gene. <laughs> well, it's really fun. Yes. Well, how beautiful that, that not only does your family get to work with you and enjoy it, but employees, apparently you make it work for everybody. So to me, it sounds like you've got the Midas touch, so to speak. So have you ever struggled as a leader? Oh, most definitely. I think one of the things that was really difficult for me in the very beginning, well, a couple of things. One was fearing people leaving or taking it personally mm-hmm. and feeling like it was a reflection on me or my management style when it might've just been a better financial opportunity, or it might've been time for them to, to move on into something else in their life. So I had to work through that initially. And then I think, additionally being really open to feedback about myself and my management style. I think asking for and truly being open to receiving that type of feedback, not just giving it to employees and also not being defensive when somebody brings that information to you, but demonstrating by example, that feedback is a gift. Uh, Then I think you're going to, you're going to hear some things and you're going to also have the opportunity to have mutual uh, back and forth communication instead of like one direction. And I think those, those were things that I had to learn over time. Was there a moment where you realized, oh, I need to be open for feedback or did someone just volunteer and say, Hey, you want to tell you something? How did that happen? Well, I realized that you're probably not going to get that as the boss, unless you ask for it. (laughs) Right. And it's not something that's going to typically come up without soliciting that information. So I learned to incorporate that into reviews and to one-on-ones and really create an environment like a safe environment where that feedback could be shared openly. And I could use that information to improve myself, improve the company, improve the operations. And so I also wanted them to take that model and understand that being given feedback is really a gift in that that information can help propel you to future success instead of you kind of maintaining the status quo. So really, really grasping the fact that someone cares enough about you to provide that input to you in a safe environment and to receive that in in that spirit. 
Yeah. And I think you mentioned earlier, the key is not to get defensive when you do receive that. Now, did your family teach you this? Did you yourself discover this? Was it a mentor? Not, not a lot of leaders realize the importance of that or know not to get defensive. My husband and I both attended a training called impact Mm -hmm. and it was through reinvent ministries. And it was a really amazing opportunity to basically be in a focus group of 40 people and receive information about yourself that you never would have received had you not been in kind of this little, it's like they create a microcosm of your life in, inside of a conference room. And you have the opportunity to like hear from people who just meet you, what and mm-hmm. how they experience you. And um, it's very eye-opening. And I think just through the process of that kind of like intensive workshop, we learn to sort of look at things in a different way. And it's been really valuable to pass on to our kids. And they've attended kind of the youth version, a couple of them of it. And I think it's just, it's my husband walked away saying, gosh, you know, if I had had these tools at 16 that I now have at 40, you know, I feel like my life would have been so different. And so we were passionate about bringing it to teens and and actually set up a workshop for teens. Oh, how beautiful. And, and then you just demonstrated that not only do you look for teachability in others, but you yourself and your husband obviously must be teachable to, to have gone to something like that and, and now provided for others. Well, we sure try, although I won't say I'm always successful, but it's something that is a constant work in progress. Yeah. Well, Kathy, you've, you said yourself 28 years ago, you jumped into the entrepreneur venture. And so I bet you've been through crisis and obviously a lot of people have in the last couple of years, but is there a tip or two you want to add or share regarding how you've made it through crisis or how they could? I think it's really about finding the right people and delegating well, and then relying upon those people to do their jobs and be accountable for the pieces that they own. And I think if you can bring those people together and you can ensure them that you care about them, which I do deeply. And and that's kind of the gift that it's been to me is that I've been able to work with some of my best friends and they become my best friends through work. And I know there's a lot of people that talk about boundaries that you should have with your employees and and to keep friendships separate. And I would say if I did have a superpower, it would be, and this is just a really a gift to me that so many of my close friendships have been formed with people that work for and with me and have for up to 20 years now. And it's just truly a, a gift to me in my life. Yeah, I can see that also explains the retention piece. So have you had to lay off people during crisis or how, how did you manage that? I have, we have definitely had some furloughs over the years. COVID has impacted people's mental health, children's social development that we have our students. The masking has really set kids behind by a number of years, like especially the really young ones in terms of of social maturity and integration. And so there's definitely been a lot of challenges that we've had to overcome. And I think just just relying upon a great team to to be in it with you with their sleeves rolled up and and being able to tackle it together and, and then making sure everyone feels really valued and appreciated and heard. And I think truly that's the way that you get through some of those tough times that come up. Wow. Well, I certainly appreciate the way you contribute to other leaders. If people want to know more about your companies, well, I'll put them all in the description, but momsbestfriend.com is one of them. Balanced Dance Studios, which is what you're heading now, is another one. Thank you again so very much for being willing to come on the show and contribute to other leaders. Well, thank you so much for having me.